0: Here's the 0-1. 01. This one's hit pretty well, right field. That sends Tilson back. He's on the track. That ball is gone! Gurriel, one to nothing. Gurriel's fourth home run of the season puts the Astros on top.
1: That's low and it gets away from Castillo. Here comes Kemp. Go to the plate, not in time. And Kip is able to score. Astros go up two to nothing. Two two. Swing and a line drive down the left field line. It's slicing away from Jimenez and it lands fair and one hops the out of town scoreboard. Mariznick scores, Reddick scores, on to third.
0: Bregman, two run double. Michael Brantley, four to nothing Astros. Boy, one of the prettiest swings you'll ever see. Just a fillet going the other way. Pitch on the way.
1: That's a Tapper weekly hit out in front of the plate. Chirinos, he'll field it on the grass. Throws to first in time to get a Abreu, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros one hit the Chicago White Sox as the Astros win it by a final of five to one brilliant pitching for the Astros and timely hitting particularly in their four run fifth. as we go down now to the Astros dugout joined by our player of the game Tony Kemp who did an outstanding job helping to start that that big rally for the Astros in the fifth inning I mean a lengthy at bat to start that inning drawing that walk and then and then scoring a run. I, I felt like that really set the tone for that inning Tony.
2: Yeah. Uh, Covey came out with some good stuff the first time through the order and uh, I just wanted to be patient that second time got down quick. 0-2, and just try to work. Uh, you know put the bat on the ball uh, and took some p- tough pitches right there and uh, being able to get on turn the lineup over. Jake did a great job with his at bat too and. Uh, Once it got to Reddick, I felt like we had a good opportunity to score some runs.
0: Tony, everything about your swing looks right now like you could cover both sides of the plate, up and down. You feel great, huh?
2: Yeah. uh, You know, start the year, I had to make some adjustments with my hands. Uh, They were a little too low behind my head. And uh, went back, looked at some video last year and just been getting in the cage, making sure that they're in the right spot over Uh. my head and uh, making sure I can drop the barrel down on anything. So just being able to go out there and uh, put the bat on the ball and – uh, not think too much out there.
1: Hey, real quick, Tony, what was the mood like in the dugout uh, before Verlander gave up that home run in the seventh?
2: <laughs> you know, it was pretty quiet. Uh, you know, obviously, everybody knew it was at stake right there. And uh, going out there, me and Jake, uh, we just wanted to make sure that we were covering the left center gap pretty good and uh, we we're going to be laying out for anything. Uh, you know, I think that ball just uh, carried a little bit too much for Jake. If it's uh, if it's a little lower, I think he's got a shot.
1: All right, Tony, thanks for joining us. Yeah, bro. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it
0: back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. (laughs) Take
1: it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS. And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros take on the Chicago White Sox in Game 3 of a four-game series. Astros have won the first two games, including a 5-1 win over the White Sox yesterday. Justin Verlander took a no-hitter into the seventh, finished with eight innings of one-hit ball, allowing a run, striking out 12 as Yuli Gurriel two for four with a homer. Astros have won 15 of their last 17, while the White Sox have lost three in a row and four of their last five. Astros 33 and 16, first in the AL West, eight games ahead of the Rangers, while the White Sox 21 and 26. They sit in third place in the AL Central, 10 and a half behind Minnesota. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Astros sending Garrett Cole to the mound tonight. And Cole, five scoreless innings, his last time out Friday against the Red Sox. He's been pretty good pretty much every time out.
0: He has. You know, and the Astros have won his last four starts. And uh, you start to look at some of the the other numbers with, with Cole, those last four starts in ERA, below two. And with the way this team swings the bat, you have an ERA below four, you're going to win the majority of your games. No question. And meanwhile, the White Sox going with Ivan Nova. And it's been a struggle
1: for him. He had a couple of really good years with the Pirates, but an ERA of close to 7.5 so far this year.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny when you look at the, the line scores for his games this year. He's had four of his nine starts where he's given up one run exactly, mm-hmm. and the other games have been disasters. So it's kind of hit or miss uh, when you face Yvonne Nova. And as a sinker ball pitcher like Nova is, the Astros have a really simple approach against those type of pitchers. They just make him get it up. And if they don't get it up, they're not going to swing, and he doesn't throw very many strikes unless he elevates, and the Astros usually attack. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great
1: deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. The Astros' last couple of games, they've done a a really good job against this White Sox team, taking advantage of opportunities, particularly last night with that lengthy four-run fifth inning. Just kind of wore the, the White Sox pitchers down in that inning.
0: They did, and things got away from the White Sox probably a little more quickly than they thought. They weren't able to get their lefty. Aaron Bummer into the game as quickly as I think they would have needed to to really keep that game at hand but the Astros could do that you know they can make things speed up on not only uh, the other team but the other coaches whatever it is but the Astros can do something really fast to you and usually it takes somebody uh, a really good at bat it started with Tony Kemp as it is it does very many times but it's just those quality of bats drawing the walks and passing the baton along to the next guy
1: Up next, we'll have the manager's show with A.J. Hinch, presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from Ron McKenzie from Six Flags talking about Hurricane Harbor Splashtown, the Six Flags Park up in spring. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home
3: run into the Crawford Boxes?
1: Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good into the Landry's Crawford Boxes.
3: How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season.
1: How about the Houston Astros?
4: Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management. For environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com.
0: Here comes the 0-2 pitch to Garcia. Swing and a miss. Another slider low and in as he strikes out the side and dances back to the dugout. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning at Minute Maid, no score with the White Sox and Astros as Verlander keeps pounding the zone. It's like watching a surgeon on the mound.
1: Here comes the two-strike pitch again. Swing and a miss. Got him on a high slider. And that is Verlander's 10th strikeout. Second double figure strikeout game for Verlander this year. 57th of his big league career. Correa now to the right of second with two strikes on the hitter. The 1 2. Swing and a dribbler right side. Waiting on it, Guriel. He's got it. Takes it to first, and the inning is over. Justin Verlander has not
0: allowed a hit through six. Verlander, all business. Here's the 2 2. Breaking balls, strike three. Gets Moncada on that downer. He struck him out all three times that's eleven punch now for JV and there's one away here in the seventh. Here's Jose Abreu he's 0 for two he's hit well against Verlander in his career first pitch swinging and drills this one to center field long run for Marisnik and that is out of here straight away center field for Jose Abreu breaking up the shutout and the no hitter sixth home run for Jose Abreu against Verlander. And the fans at Minute understanding what was going on a standing ovation for JV. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch, the manager, third game of this series with the Chicago White Sox. and last night, AJ, I don't know what it felt like in, in the dugout, but we were we were getting a little excited in the mm-hmm. latter stages with JV.
4: Yeah, you get into the seventh inning and you, you kind of allow yourself to start thinking about it. Um, you know, and he, and he had stuff and pitch count in, in control, so it was nice to see that he was going to be able to finish aggressively and, and empty his tank a little bit, and then there's one misfire. He throws a ball a little lower to Abreu than he wanted to. Abreu's always hit him a little bit has I think, five or six career home runs against him and not only loses his no hitter but loses the shutout. so i i'm not sure which one he was more upset about
0: 36 years old and he just seems to keep getting better and i know he had phenomenal years with detroit but just to watch him execute is is a lot of fun with that power yeah he's
4: got he's got a lot to deal with and and he's prepared and, and he, he went in with a really good game plan he executes he keeps his uh he keeps his pitches right where he wants to he rarely makes a mistake he's never going to make a mental mistake so it's um, it's fun to watch him, and, and, and again, I think we have to always appreciate what we're watching in front of us. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, the, the, uh, I don't know if we're in the middle of his career, the end of his career, who knows how long he's going to pitch, but we're watching a very special pitcher in our, in our generation. What's the dynamic
0: like between him and Garrett Cole? Because you've got that one-two punch, and I always heard stories with Randy Johnson and Curt Schilling. and and other guys like that but what's it like with them
4: they're good they're competitive they're always talking they're around each other a lot they push each other um i think they try to outdo each other all healthy stuff that um that really makes them special i mean i hear them breaking down their um you know their their outings to one another almost immediately after they come out of the game you can talk about sequencing you can talk about how they pitched why they pitched what they did and and um, they're two elite guys, and, and, and when you when you know when you watch them prepare, I get to watch them behind the scenes and push them, and you realize exactly what you what we have, like what how special it is to have uh, two horses like that at the top of the rotation.
0: On top of skill, it's funny to me to see great players with their unbelievable recall. Like, this was a 2-1 pitch mm-hmm. to this guy the last time I threw him a slider he was on. I mean, it's amazing, that recall.
4: It's yeah, amazing. one of the more um, unspoken things is how these guys never throw a pitch without a purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, they—they they, you would think with their stuff, it's 95 to 100. They've got power breaking balls. Like, you would think that they can go out there, and most people that, that, that probably follow The team think that things come a little easier to them than they do. They actually prepare like crazy. They throw every pitch with a purpose. They want to talk about every sequence. Um, They get frustrated with bad execution by mere inches. I mean, it's um, you know to be elite at this level is difficult. Um, Both of them have elite preparation skills.
0: When you look across the way at the Chicago White Sox, and they've talked about they're in a a rebuild right now, but we're starting to see some of their stars come to come to the major leagues now what do you look at when you go and look across on the other side those guys in the box
4: well they they you know they're they're starting to form a better plan their young players are starting to get a little bit more comfortable you're you're seeing uh their style of play has always been excellent i think runneria does a great job of 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 getting them focused on the game um and you know and and it's and it's and it's interesting they've added some pieces to this team james mccann coming from detroit uh, this Jimenez kid that just came up who's a very physical presence in the middle of their order. So you can see the makings of a team that's young. They, they, they start to have a more of a team-oriented plan. Uh, the young pitching is pretty good. You know, we're not going to see Lopez, one of their best kids that they have. Uh, that kid Dylan Covey last night showed some flashes of keeping the ball off the barrel and on the ground. Uh, I know they've got some prospects along the way. So they're uh, they're a good young team that's, that's finding their way.
0: Outside of catching and throwing the ball really well, you guys' defensive positioning is second to none right now. Um, Do you have to tweak some of that during the course of a game?
4: Sure. No, you have to tweak based on the the approach of the hitter and the approach of the pitcher. And you start to see some things. You watch the game. And I think it's one of the things that we do very well that that we don't get a lot of credit for is how much we adjust. I mean, every – You know, every game is more information added to our uh, our methods and our way of playing things. Or maybe it's a game situation. I mean, it's if you're on the borderline of where you're going to play a particular hitter, and Justin Verlander has a no hitter, you better be dialed in on where you're going to play that shortstop or where you're going to play the off outfielder and. And you know, I think we do as good a job as anyone. It's not only having a a, a plan given given the information that we have, but also adjusting off that plan in the game situation.
0: You guys also have a plan against the other team starting pitcher. What's Ivan Nova having? What do you what do you need to do?
4: Yeah, Nova's been been some good and some bad, and and most of it's around his command of the of the of his sinker. You know, he throws the ball in, down in the zone. Um, he throws a few breaking balls here and there, but it's it's really just he tries to keep the ball on the ground and generate soft contact like a an old-school sinker baller. You got to pick a side of the plate, and you got to make sure the ball is elevated enough. Now we have some good low-ball hitters, so it's going to be interesting to see if he maybe climbs the ladder a little more than he normally does. But um, when he, you know, he likes throwing strikes, he pitch You can ambush him, uh, but you got to pick the right pitches to swing at. Otherwise, you just continually pound the ground and pound the ball into the ground. All
0: right, AJ. Good luck
4: tonight. Thank you, Sparky. And
1: welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Ron McKenzie, director of marketing for Six Flags, and. First of all, thanks for joining us, oh, Ron. Thanks
3: for having us today. We're so excited to be here in
1: Houston. And Houston is home to a Six Flags Park. Well, Spring, Texas, to be more specific, right. in the Houston area. Herb- Hurricane Harbor, Splashtown, part of Six Flags, Six Flags family. And that's pretty new, right? It
3: is. Actually, I was just realizing it's one year ago today that wow. Six Flags... Uh, it- Joined with uh, Splashdown up in Spring, and be- it became a family of, of our park. It's our water park that we're really excited about. Such a beautiful area, beautiful mm-hmm. park, a great place for Eustonians to go and cool off on these uh, these balmy summer days. And the summer season that started has that started yet? Or yes, is that that about to start? actually, the, the the park up in Spring Splashdown has been open since the end of April. Okay. Uh, but they go daily operations starting with Memorial Day weekend this upcoming weekend. And still, time to get a, a season the pass? Best value. And the great thing about the season passes and the partnership between Fiesta Texas and San Antonio and, and uh, six, uh, Splash Town in spring is the fact that your season pass includes both parks. Really? So you could be a season pass holder for uh, Hurricane Harbor Splash Town in spring, mm-hmm. and that gets you unlimited visits to Fiesta Texas and San Antonio and all other Six Flags parks, by the way.
1: And that's unlimited admission. There's unlimited no Unlimited admission. On how and often once you, you buy that
3: pass, you can come as many times as you
1: And so what uh, what are some of the new rides that that people can expect at Hurricane well, Harbor. Well, up in
3: spring at Hurricane Harbor splash Town, they're opening a brand new, amazing seven-story water slide called Wahoo Wave. Seven stories. Seven stories. So it's a four-leaf, uh, clover-leaf tube. You can ride with your family. You go down this long tunnel into this giant wave before you splash down into a giant pool of water. So we're really excited about that. It's a beautiful new ride. It's being constructed as we speak, and the plan is to open it up sometime in mid-June. So we're very excited about that ride's It's a beautiful, a beautiful footprint in that park.
1: And the great thing about uh, places like Hurricane Harbor, is that it's, it's for the whole family, the teenagers who maybe want to be a little more adventurous, the parents, the younger kids maybe not
3: quite as adventurous. It's got a little bit of something for everybody. It's got great rides for family, little toddlers that get wet and want to splash around in the water, but also great water thrills as well for those who, as you said, like to get wet but like, like a little bit more thrill associated with that.
1: Well, that's pretty neat. And so season passes, how would one go about getting one of those? Just go
3: to SixFlax.com and look mm-hmm. for uh, Hurricane Harbor Splash Town in spring or look for Six Flags Fiesta Texas as well.
1: So are there any other new events, uh, new attractions? Uh, we talked about the water slide. Anything else new this year at uh, Hurricane Harbor?
3: At the Hurricane Harbor, we, we just completely rebranded and re- re- made up a, a lot of new uh, decor and thematic elements tied to that rebrand and the new ride. We're really excited, though, in San Antonio about our Joker ride, uh, uh-huh. Carnival of Chaos which is the world's tallest swinging pendulum ride. Wow. Uh, it's 72 uh, feet up in the air, 172 feet up in the air. It, it spins you around at over 70 miles an hour. Not only is it the tallest ride in the park, but it's also the fastest ride in the park. So while you're doing that big swing, you're also spinning 360 degrees. So wow. it's a great new thrill on top of our the new Wonder Woman Golden Lasso Coaster Ride that we opened up at Fiesta Texas last year as well, which is the first single-rail roller coaster in the world. So, again, you get all that value. Your splashdown season pass gets you the great new water in spring, all the great water attractions they have there, but it also gets you unlimited visits to Fiesta Texas and San Antonio with great new roller coaster thrills, and we also have a water park in San Antonio as well.
1: Yeah, you kind of took the words out of my mouth, because I know from going to Six Flags Parks growing up, uh, that there always seems to be a new roller coaster. So, the Wonder Woman roller coaster is the newest one at Six Flags Fiesta Texas in San Antonio. It right? opened last year, yeah. Okay. About
3: this time last year. So, and again, it was the first single rail coaster, which means that the coaster train rides on one rail, which is roughly 16 and a half inches wide. So, it's a brand new way to experience roller coaster thrills. It's also a 90 foot or 90 degree first drop, which is the, the only 90 degree drop on a coaster that we have at Fiesta Texas.
1: Wow. Ron McKenzie, Director of Marketing, Six Flags. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you. and hope hopefully folks get to get out there to see you. Six flags, Fiesta, Texas, and San Antonio, and of course, right here Spring, Texas, Hurricane Harbor Splash Town Season Pass covers both.
3: Well, great. Thanks for having us, and we're really thrilled to be here tonight.
1: All right. Go Astros. Two thousand eighteen World Series champs are in town this week, and as the Astros look to take it back, single game tickets available for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Boston Red Sox. Visit Astros.com slash tickets or call one-eight seven seven nine Astros should be a fun weekend series with Boston it was a lot of fun up at Fenway this past weekend two really good teams playing really high quality baseball yeah like the playoffs yeah there comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city
0: This is why we play.
1: This is who we do it for.
0: Take it back.
1: For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.